0: you're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections and the track in the background is Never Give Up epic instrumental music from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals And in an effort to create a little piece of content that's a bit more interactive I thought about what would be a good question to ask I think questions are really powerful I think questions have the ability to give us all kinds of answers and I think some of the very best answers that we get come from questions. The following question was from me doing a little search. You know, Google is an amazing, amazing place. (laughs) And it came from a call-in that I had earlier about advice. So this Google search led me to a link which I followed which led me to an article that's titled 50 people answer what is the best piece of advice you ever received so back to the song that's playing in the background back to the music that's playing in the background for me the best piece of advice I ever received was never give up that's the best piece of advice I ever received because if we don't give up then we can't lose you only ever really lose when you give up when you quit So here's, though, on a little lighter note, (laughs) uh, this article that talks about these 50 people who answer, what's the best piece of advice you ever received? My question to all of you, my question to listeners is, what's the best piece of advice you ever received? I'm going to share some of these, some of the 50 with you, just because some of them are (laughs) pretty damn funny and some of them are really powerful, both. So here we go. Here's the list. Well, actually, let me go and back up. Here's what it says. Advice is an interesting thing. Sometimes we want it, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's good, and other times it's just plain horrible. There are, however, the occasional bits of advice that stick with us, whether it's from your grandma, a friend, or simply a song. Certain advice appeals to us more than we ever thought it possibly could, and for this reason, I wanted to hear from friends and relatives about the best piece of advice they've ever received, which I thought was a really cool way to elicit responses from people, right? So I thought, well, let's see what happens when we do this here on Anchor as well. Here's a piece of advice that, or the reply that came from Molly, who was 29. And Molly said, don't make decisions based on those who will be disappointed by that choice. Instead," on whether or not you will disappoint yourself. I was like, wow, that seems pretty powerful. Here's one from Caitlin, who's 20. She says, that's a future me issue. (laughs) John, 53, giving advice probably to the younger generation, right? Don't sign up for college classes that start at 8 a.m. I thought that was pretty good. So those are the first three. Let me skip down a little bit here. Here's one from Abby, who's 20. You can never have too many pairs of underwear. <laughs> oh, here's a really good one. Here's, this is from Michaela. She's five, okay? Let it go. Five. Okay, come on, guys. you got to admit, that's unbelievable. At five, to already be there? Let it go? Hmm. Here's one. I like this. This is from Nicole. When eating pizza... Never feel guilty about asking for extra cheese, eating the entire thing, and then ordering another. (laughs) Oh, All right, here's a real serious one. I love this one. The worst thing you can do for yourself is become complacent. You can't wait for things to happen to you. If you want something bad enough, you have to make it happen. And if if you find that that sounds too difficult, it probably means that you don't want it enough. I was like, wow, that's pretty deep. Okay, let's lighten up again. Let's go back and forth here a little bit. Here's one from Kristen. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Here's one from Meg. She says the secret to success is waking up early. Here's one from Adrian. I love this. Who gives a shit? <laughs> this one's this one's really good. This one's from Lindsay. She's 19. says never lower your standards. Here's a really good one. Well, maybe you guys should... Just call in and tell me what your really good ones are instead. I'll stop there. I would love to hear from everybody today about the best piece of advice you ever received. Hey guys, it's Bobby from over at Lighthouse Reflections. And this is an introduction to a call-in that I got from Debbie Bridge, who is a practitioner of the work of Byron Katie. And she practices what's known as self-inquiry. The power of four questions is it true can you absolutely know that it's true how do you react what happens when you believe that thought who would you be without the thought and Debbie called in regarding my question about advice and she asks such a good question so let's consider that let's consider that question She asks, did the advice work for me? Was that piece of advice that I took into my life? And the piece of advice being to never give up. Is it the piece of advice that worked? Or is it us that takes action on the advice and then we reap the benefits of that action? So is it about choice, is it about belief, is it about trying, what does that mean, what does it mean to try, is it about thinking, is it about the process? Here's what I believe, this is what's important because I can only ever share and I can only ever talk about me, what I believe. And then I can share whatever comes into my station like this call in from Debbie. my belief, I believe, that like anything else, whether it's advice or anything else that comes our way, I believe that it's up to us. Everything is up to us. Everything we need resides within us. And the reason that I say that is because if you need something that's beyond what you currently have, Your ability to step outside of yourself and take that information in resides within you. Before you ever do anything, you're going to make a commitment. That commitment starts with a thought. You will think about something that you want to do. You will think about whether or not you want to accept and apply a piece of advice to your life or not. Once you think about it, then there's a decision to be made. In the act of making the decision is when you decide to either apply the advice in your life or not. The word decide, from the Latin root de caidir, meaning to cut off, is what trying is all about. There is no such thing as try. Yoda said this better than anybody else. There is no try. There is do or not do. Period. So we commit. When we commit, we first choose to begin. That's the very beginning. We choose to begin. Then we have choices from there. We can optimize all available resources to us. We can manage our expectations. We can make mistakes and friends along the way. We can inspire others and seek inspiration. We can choose to work together as a team because together we always accomplish more. And then ultimately we can succeed if indeed we have applied the lessons, if indeed we have applied the advice as was shared with us, if we found it to be sound advice to our lives. What I just described is commits. Commits is a system that I came up with to go from sitting on a couch to completing a 192 mile bike ride over two days to raise money for cancer research. And it's the foundation for my book, my forthcoming book. That process is what goes into the accepting of advice and the application of advice in our lives. This introduction provides a way to bridge into Debbie's question about advice. What I'd like is, I'd like for you guys to chime in. I'd like for you guys to call in. I'd like for you to share with me what you think about what I just shared, what you think about what Debbie asks with her question. This is an interactive platform. It works best when we communicate with one another. It doesn't work well when it's just me in a monologue. It works better as a dialogue. This isn't about me. It's about us. How do we move forward together to make sure that we get the very most we possibly can out of each and every day and out of our lives? I'll be waiting call-ins. And I'll be waiting thoughts about both what I shared and what Debbie shares.
1: Hello, Bobby. Now, this is the advice topic is maybe a little late now to the game for me to contribute again. But I wanted to ask you, I was listening to your your post when you were talking about the greatest advice you ever got was don't ever give up. And so that's advice that worked for you and that resonates with you and, and probably you, you go back to time and again throughout your life. So let me ask you this. Did the advice work or was it something inside of you that resonated with the advice? So was it the advice or was it you? So it's the same question you're asking about what doesn't work. Is it the advice? Is there something wrong with the advice or is it the person not taking it? So when the advice does work, you know, if the advice resonates with somebody, is it the advice or is it the person?
0: It's Bobby over at Lighthouse Reflections with an introductory segment for a call-in from Gigi from Bright Beautiful World. Gigi gave me a gift today with her call-in. How could I have ever possibly known just how great a gift it would be? Or her, for that matter. So what Gigi gave me was a call-in about the best piece of advice she'd ever received. And it's no accident that the track playing in the background is Carpe Diem, which is a Latin aphorism that is usually translated into Seize the Day. And it was taken from book one of the Roman poet Horace's work, The Odes, from way back in 23 B.C. Why does any of that matter, right, is what you're probably wondering right about now. Well, here's the reason it matters. Gigi called in with her piece of advice, being a saying that she heard. And as I understand it, the saying in Latin is... Another mock Latin aphorism. It is "illegitimi non cabrandum. Which basically means don't let the bastards grind you down. The real Latin language phrase with the meaning would be and excuse me because I don't know Latin but I'll give it my best shot. Noli pati a Celestis oprimi, or aprimi, that's the best I can do. If we need to do better than that, I'll I'll invite Patrick from The Great Everything to come over and help me out with that, because I'm sure he can. The Latin meaning, the word illegitimi, is the plural of illegitimus, actually translates to unlawful or outlaw, but resembles the English illegitimate, is sometimes given in the plural dative case, what is illegitimus? A case that follows the Latin gerundive, gerundive, and denotes agency, non negates activity. Carbonundum is an industrial abrasive material also known as silicone carbide, but is namely resembles a Latin gerundive, a grammatical construct that expresses desirability of whatever the verb denotes. So, carbonundum can be mock translated to mean fit to be ground. Thus, illegitimi non Corandum would mean not fit to be ground by the illegitimate, or don't let the bastards grind you down. Wow. That's the Latin meaning. And then there's history. That's enough for me for now on that. This is the power of Wikipedia. This is the power of Google. This is the power of the internet. And this is the power of Anchor. One conversation, a question begun about advice that started with my friend Debbie Bridge and self-inquiry and the work of Byron Katie and now answered by Gigi from A Bright, Beautiful World. What a cool, cool thing, right? To be able to share that. And Gigi actually said she'd consider getting that tattooed on her body, but you'll hear her talk about that in her call-in, which is next. I just thought you guys might appreciate that and oh my god if you wanna go down a a rabbit hole then you can go and look at Carpe Diem and uh, book one of the Rome horses work and you can go to the Ode's and you could find yourself traveling down a path that you may never find your way back from. But anyway, that's a whole nother discussion, another segment. This was an introduction to Gigi over at BBW, who is an incredibly amazing, awe-inspiring human being. And I'm so happy she took the time to call in and make my day today. That's it for me for now. That's enough. All right, take care.
2: Hey, it's Gigi from Right Beautiful World. Um, I wanted to call in about the best advice you'd ever heard question, and it is such a good one. But I don't know whether you want to publish this or not, but what immediately jumped into my head was non-illegitimai carburandum, which means don't let the bastards grind you down. And it just it just resonated with me. If I was to have a tattoo that's what I'd have tattooed obviously in the Latin but (laughs) um that's immediately what came to my head as I said uh, please feel free not to uh publish but uh yeah it made me laugh the first time I heard it and it still makes me laugh talk to you soon bye hey Bobby it's Gigi from I nearly said Lighthouse Reflections (laughs) no I'm, I'm from Bright Beautiful World um it was about your question about advice or people. Is it the advice that works, or is it the person? Well, the advice always needs to resonate with the person to work. So, it, you just need to find the right piece of advice for the right person, and and that's why we go through life looking for more, um, f- looking for more, and it's just about finding the right key to the right door and. For the right moment of your life so it's kind of a, a chicken and the egg situation but sometimes there is just a certain phrase that you need to hear and uh, yeah those are my thoughts thank you for initiating such a lovely conversation and I hope you have a lovely evening talk to you soon bye
0: this is a carpe diem illegitimi non cabrandum shout out to Gigi over a Bright Beautiful World for calling in, for helping to make the discussion around the best advice you've ever received spectacular. Thank you. Well, it's Bobby again over here at Lighthouse Reflections, once again blessed with another amazing call-in, this time from Lulu sharing her thoughts about some of the best advice she ever received. And by now all of you know that quotes mean so much to me. So let me quote to you now from the Talmud. And the Talmud says, do not taunt your neighbor with the blemish you yourself have. And this is one element of what Lulu speaks to as she describes what she's learned about projecting and about projection, whether it be onto another human being or whether someone might be projecting onto us. And if somebody's rubbing us the wrong way, if we see something in someone else that really doesn't sit well with us, then I believe that's when the message from the Talmud can really speak to us. And we have to guard against pushing our thoughts and our feelings onto other people. It's something that's very easy to do. The ego is an interesting thing. The less attached we are to our ego, I believe the less we would ever consider any form of projection. Entry the entry of an idea into the concept of a conversation the idea of blame shifting or attributing your behavior to the behavior of another human being all of these different things denying there's just so many different elements wrapped up in the psychology of all that is projection impulse exaggeration i don't know if there's any other words i need to come up with right now because i know everybody's experienced this at one point in time in their life whether the we were the one that was guilty of or on the receiving end of so this is an absolutely brilliant piece of advice coming from Lulu who I'm sure who's been on both sides of the coin, just like I myself have, because we're all human beings. As we seek a higher level of awareness, though, we come to realize that these things don't serve us, and we find other ways to communicate. Thank you, Lulu. As I have expressed to you on many occasions, you truly are a kaleidoscope of awesomeness. And I appreciate you, and I appreciate you making my day with your call-in. Thank you so very much.
3: Hey, Bobby. There's a whole series of bits of advice that I've been given regarding being careful around emotional projection, and some of this, uh, things like terms like exempt by contempt, and for every finger pointing at you, there are three fingers pointing back, and I don't just reserve this for when I notice other people projecting onto me or maybe they're judging me and thinking perhaps it's a projection. But I also look at when I'm judging others and I think about, well, what are the three fingers pointing back at me? How am I wanting to be exempt by contempt for this person? And in the KonMari methodology, If you're getting irritated by other people's stuff, there's probably a stash of things of yours that you're not wanting to face. And that's been the best advice because it's something I can physically do to change my patterns.
0: Earlier today, I published, actually I republished a segment about the greatest advice I ever received, asking what's the greatest advice you ever received And there's more to the story. There's definitely more to the story. So here's the rest of the story. My greatest piece of advice I ever received was never give up. It was the most powerful piece of advice I had ever received. And here's the reason why. Let me pause this music because I think this is really important. the most powerful piece of advice I ever received was never give up but the rest of the story as used to be so eloquently stated by Paul Harvey is what goes behind those words never give up and you could put a blank there throw a period on the end of that and a set of quotations and plug in whatever word you like for me it's the following. Never give up learning. Never give up seeking. Never give up trying. Never give up teaching. Never give up hoping. Never give up believing. Never give up seeing. Never give up hearing. Never give up dreaming. Never give up living. Never give up daring. Never give up acting. Never give up thinking. Never give up searching. Never give up achieving. Never. Never, never give up growing. For those of you who don't know who Paul Harvey was, I'm going to add audio now at the end of this so you all get a taste of who he was and what he brought to broadcasting.
4: He was not like everybody else in news broadcasting. In fact, he wasn't like anybody else. Hello, Americans, this is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. For decades, the news the way he did it on ABC Radio was not something that you could learn in journalism school. He did it his way, the way he used that fantastic voice of his and the inflections and the pauses. He could grab an audience by the ears from coast to coast and especially in between and make them hold on fast. Good morning, Americans. Much of our weather is mean and ugly this morning. Your tongue will stick to a flagpole as far south as Georgia. He would create word pictures and send them through the air radio is the ultimate visual medium directed at the millions who would be tuning in but in his mind directed toward a certain aunt betty he would always say before he wrote any story uh, is this something that aunt betty would care about he really did have an aunt betty paul harvey won just about every award that's possible in the broadcasting business and he also won the greatest honor it's possible for any american civilian to receive the medal of freedom I met Paul at several of these award banquets over the years. Now, one of them, I remember, a gorilla reporter stuck a microphone right in his face and said, Mr. Harvey, does being Paul Harvey help you to get girls? He was trying to embarrass Paul, and he didn't seem embarrassed at all. He just said, well, it helped me to get one. I'm on TV only because when your wife is your business manager, you do as you're told. He was talking about Angel Harvey, his wife. Angel died just a year ago. We're all going to miss Paul Harvey But he's with the angels now, and one angel in particular. I have made up my mind to go on forever. Good
5: day.
0: And that was Paul Harvey, for those of you who don't know Paul Harvey. And what he was most known for, the thing that he was most known for, was that closing piece at the end, and then there was another thing that he used to do that grabbed everybody's attention always. Now
4: you know the rest of the st-
0: And he said, Now you know the rest of the story. This is Paul Harvey. Good day. And that's how he would close. He was iconic. And I know that there's many of you on here who know Paul Harvey very well. And there's many of you that probably never heard of him before. He was an incredible human being. He was amazing. And now you know the rest of the story of my favorite piece of advice. Never give up. Hey, everybody. It's Bobby over here at Lighthouse Reflections with a call-in intro to KT. Now... I posed a question earlier today on my station. What's the greatest advice you ever received? And KT was kind enough to call in. The track in the background is Everyone Has Purpose. Uplifting background instrumental music from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. Here's the cool thing. KT calls in. I think about what he says for a little bit. I process it the way I do. I think about what he said a little bit more. Just be yourself, be you, do you, right? That's what he's really saying. Well, by now, if you know anything about me, you know I'm all about quotes. I mean, there's no question in your mind. So, be yourself, everyone else has already taken, has been attributed to Oscar Wilde. Now, I did a little quote investigating on that and it's kind of hard to find that as a proof source, but I don't think it really matters because the idea is what's important. And then I dug a little deeper and found a blog from Huffington Post by Mike Robbins. And it's 5:14 2009 It says, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Transform your life with the power of authenticity. I'm like, okay, now I'm onto something here, right? This is good stuff. And it turns out that... Mike Robbins has also written a book, so now I'm on to some really good stuff, right? But here's what he says, and then I'll let you guys pop over and read this article if you choose to yourself. How often do you not say or do something because you're worried about how it will be perceived? For most of us, here's the key part, and he says, myself included. This happens more often than we'd like to admit. And I'm right here with him, with you, with KT in this moment saying, guilty, guilty is charged for the, better, for the better part of my life for a long, long time until, until I got in touch with what KT shared right here, right now. See, here's what you guys need to understand about me. I'm an old guy, but I learn from everybody. And I don't care if I'm learning from KT or if I'm learning from a kid who's 17 years old or if I'm learning from a five-year-old like I did the other day from one of the quotes that I shared that's part of this whole entire thing. One of the quotes that was on there about the 50 best pieces of advice was from a freaking five-year-old. Okay? I learn from everybody constantly. I'm always learning. That's the power of my quote. That's the power of my message, the best piece of advice I ever received. Never give up, put a blank space there, fill it in, never give up learning, never give up growing, never give up seeking. That's what it's about. It's about the journey. Never give up on your dream. You could plug whatever you want into that. Back to this article here. Sorry, guys, I'm fired up. We live in a culture that is starving for authenticity. We want our leaders, our co-workers, our family members, our friends and everyone else that we interact with to tell us the truth and to be themselves. And most important, we want to have the personal freedom and confidence to say, do and be who we really are too, without worrying so much about how we appear to others and what they might think or say about us. This article is amazing. KT, thank you, brother, for just saying what was on your mind, for speaking your peace, for being authentic, for being you. And thanks for being here and being a part of this platform and helping to build this thing out. This platform, Anchor, whether it's Anchor Next Gen or anything else that you have going or any of the rest of us, what we have going, if it's positive vibes, if it's bright, beautiful world, if it's we live on a planet, if it's... um, the NC Blogger Network, or, you know, I don't want to leave anybody out, but you guys get the idea. If it's Maria Humphreys, whoever it is, oh, there was a segment earlier today, a young guy I'm listening to in New York. I put him on my station. Um, Positive Gaming, I think it's called. We can learn from everybody, we can learn from each other. Let's just support each other on this platform so that it can be the best thing ever. This anchor is a gift. I've been here since the early days, since March of 2016, guys. This thing's just coming into its power. Thanks, KT. Thank you, brother. From the bottom of my heart.
6: Hey, what's up? Bobby KT. Best piece of advice, man. Um, Man, I don't know. It's so hard to say. I'm just going to say... I'm not going to name a name. I'm going to say anonymous. I don't want to name a name. I'm just going to say the one best piece of advice... That I did is just be yourself. It's not really a because if you're not yourself, actually excuse me, it's, it's said world around, but not uh, world renowned. But just if you're not yourself, you're not really being true. So if you be yourself and be real with yourself, you'll be real to others. So be yourself.
0: Okay, guys, we've been working really hard at putting together a solid, solid, solid series today of call-ins, and reflections on a very powerful question that came forward originally from Debbie Bridge. You know, Debbie does the work of Byron Katie, and the work that she does is a form of reflection in and of itself. Self-inquiry is a form of reflection. From that came some discussion around advice and the best advice ever and today I was able to create what's going to be I think an epic episode about the best advice ever but now it's time to take a break so when I was poking around over at KT's station earlier today I heard a song and it reminded me of something from the past. So I'm going to share a little Anchor Blast from the past with all of you that are fairly new to the app here still today or maybe you came on in the last, you know, year. (laughs) This has taken you way, way, way back, back almost two years ago. And first I'm going to play a little bit of this song here for you and then in a minute I'll share something with you that's really special, something really spectacular. So this is what I heard over on KT station today. And that song requires no introduction, right? That's Unsteady by the ex-ambassadors. But I've got a little surprise for you, got a little treat for you. So let's listen to that for just a second longer, or a minute longer, or 10 seconds, or whatever, something. You get the idea. And then I'm going to switch and give you a gift. <laughs> So we're listening to the sounds of Zachary Freedom doing the cover of Unsteady by the Ex-Ambassadors. How about that for a little Anchor Flashback? Okay, guys, we got our first call in regarding who's better, whether it's Zachary Freedom doing cover of Unsteady by the Ex-Ambassadors or... The ex-ambassadors themselves and of course you hear in the background Zachary freedom now you guys got to understand too I asked you guys to judge this that's a recording of a recording that you're hearing not the pure sound that comes from a group like the ex-ambassadors can you imagine what it's like to hear Zachary perform that live oh my god He was one of the most talented musicians on the platform a couple years ago. Unbelievable guy. And he could spit. Oh my God, dude. He had some rhymes. I'll have to see if I can find one of his old rhymes now. Wow. Just some unbelievable, mad, crazy talent from a young man just trying to provide for his family. He was a breath of fresh air. And authentic, being himself, like KT talked about earlier, forget about it. Nobody, nobody else out there like him, even though this was a cover, he did his own original stuff too. He was an amazing, is an amazingly talented artist. That's it for now.
6: Bobby, you once again got me an interesting fix here. I'm going to give you my best answer. I'm going to go with the Zachary Uh Zachary Freedom And here's the only reason why I'm a firm believer When you write the lyrics And it's fresh And it's, it just comes out It may not be the most perfect acoustics Or whatever It's just something about original Imperfections I respect Although the Unsteady from the Ex-Ambassadors Is great I actually prefer the Running Gate song anyway On that on that one So I, I, I really believe um, the Zachary Freedom is better
7: Reflections, my friend. Positive vibes here. Just calling in regards to your question about advice, right? The best advice I ever received. Um, one piece of advice stands out to me, and that was advice that I got from my mom. Um, there was a situation, my best friend held estate, but there was a time where we weren't speaking for a while. I would say about a year, if not more. And my mom noticed, right? Because I would You know, that was my best friend, and he wasn't coming over, I wasn't going out as much, things of that nature. So, never really got into details of what was going on, because I kept on saying things are okay. But she gave me advice to the point of, always keep in the back of your mind that anything can happen in regards to change. So, not only with that situation, just generally she was talking about that you got to be prepared. You know, don't get too satisfied in the situation that you're in right now. Because again, for the good or the not so good, things could always change tomorrow. So I wanted to also add to what I said about the advice that I got from my mom. I believe that the person and the advice matters. In my situation, it mattered both ways because of what I was going through. So I probably was paying attention to, you know, what my mom was saying a little bit more because it was related to the exact situation I was dealing with, and of course, coming from my mom. But, um, so I think that's um, a part of it, because my mom possibly, and I wouldn't be surprised, has maybe given me that advice before. But maybe I wasn't really paying attention to it um, until, again, I was going through that not-so-good situation with my friend. So I feel like that's a big part of it, um, which is related to both the person and the advice about where you are in your life at that moment, Um, you know, before that advice is given
0: to you. Well, we just heard uh, an amazing couple of segments there from Positive Vibes talking about advice received from his mom. And isn't it amazing how our moms seem to have some of the very best advice? I'd like to share an experience that I had with my mom who was actually my grandma mom that raised me? I was raised by de- Depression era parents, my grandparents. When I was a kid, I used to sell papers out in front of John Osquaga's Nugget in Sparks, Nevada. When I say kid, I mean a kid. I was like in the third, fourth grade. I was the kid who was out there, whether it was warm or whether it was cold, with my newspapers. And I was literally the paper boy like you see in the old-fashioned movies. Paper, paper, get your evening paper. Well, in the winter, it was cold. I mean, it's really cold in Reno. You guys know Tahoe's right there, right? So, you know, in the city, it it gets cold. The snow comes, and it can be well below uh, freezing. And it was this winter when I was selling papers out in front of the casino. In the winter time, my mom would take me to the casino, and drop me off. And then, when I was finished selling my papers, then I could call her, and she would come get me. I could come home. Well, it was really cold, colder than normal. And I hadn't sold all my papers, but I was freezing. So I called my mom, called home on the payphone, and my mom answered the phone. She said, "What are you calling for?" She said, "Are you done already?" And I said, "No." I didn't sell all my papers I said but I'm freezing mom can I come home and she said what's our rule and I said when I sell all my papers I get to come home she said that's right click and she hung up I was like damn that was harsh so I called her back I said mom it's really cold I'm freezing and she said what's our what's our deal what's what's the rule I said okay I know when I sell all my papers I get to come home and she said well if I were you I'd figure out a way to sell my papers as fast as possible wow you wanna talk about a piece of advice that changed my life I shifted in that moment from selling papers to an emotional appeal to my customers and I told them the only thing keeping me from being home was them buying a newspaper so it was no longer paper paper get your evening paper it's like teeth rattling teeth chattering me with my puppy dog eyes looking at the customer to say you know if you buy a paper I got three left I can go home and guess what happened yep five minutes gone all my papers called mom I'm on my way home and that's the rest of the story
8: oh thank you
0: you're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse reflections and the track in the background is brighten your day. Fearless motivation instrumentals. I was looking for a track that would help capture the essence of the call-ins that I'll play behind this introduction. From both Georgie D and Larry over the Daily Larb. Answering the question that I put out on the platform regarding the best advice you've ever received. And these seemed like, this seemed like an appropriate track. And then I've got a lead-in intro that I'm going to switch to next that captures the essence of both of these series of call-ins that came in from two individuals that are just sharing by pouring their heart out about what this question meant to them. My idea here was that this could be an epic track, that this could be... Literally an epic episode. Now, now, I don't even know for sure what makes an epic episode, but I know that capturing the essence of something like the artist's manifesto and the words that Georgie D shared is part of that process. And the next piece of that is the piece I'm about to share with you next from Eddie Pinheiro, uh, The World Within, a YouTuber who just creates incredible content. See, this is challenging me as an artist this is challenging me as a creator to put together something that is worthwhile of the information that was shared with me so I hope this intro provides all of that and let's go ahead and switch over to what Eddie has to share and I think you guys will be surprised titled, Invincible. There's a
9: realization that goes hand in hand with anything you could ever want. And it's that nothing in life is simply deserved. Success has never been about entitlement or what you feel is owed to you. It's about what you take. See, every cause has an effect. Every journey has its milestones. And every victory has a beginning. And right now begins yours not in some blown-up cinematic Hollywood sense but in a decision to separate from your past your mistakes and misconceptions they are not what you are made of the hardest thing to understand is that you are your future the space between where you currently stand and your greatest dreams and every step along the way is who you are. That's what defines you, your pursuit. Your future rests on the decision to conquer right now. Create the world you need to be the change you so desperately want. There are an infinite number of ways to succeed, infinite, but there is only one way to fail, and that's standing still embrace life with open arms it's giving you everything you need it is your answer the narrow existence right in front of you is not life life is the opportunity outside your door the pure ecstasy of moving day in and day out towards your dreams towards your ideal existence that's what makes your highs higher and makes your lows feel like the cost of admission it is a cheap price to pay for the ability to turn an average Tuesday into your wildest dreams. It's not a requirement, it's a gift. You get to see how far you can go, how much you can achieve, and if you want it bad enough, you will step on your limits like they are a never-ending staircase. Your journey is infinite, and so is your potential. What you want is not behind, it is not who you used to be or what you used to do. It's your very next step.
0: There you go, and that's Eddie Pinheiro. And I don't know that it can be said any better than that, to be totally honest with you. So maybe that's where we'll leave it right there. But remember, this was all about advice. That video may be some of the very best. And it's an extended video. I'll provide a link later.
10: Bobby, I've thought long and hard about the question you asked me, which was, what is the best advice I've ever been given or I've ever heard? And, you know, I've received so many pieces of wisdom in life from books, from other people, and just from my own experiences. And I thought, Georgie, how are you going to choose just one? How can you whittle those down into one pearl, one piece of wisdom? And Bobby, I did it. But first of all, let me tell you all of the other ones that came through my mind as I was thinking through this process. And then at the end, you will see that the final piece of wisdom covers off all of them like a cloak. Live in the moment. Don't regret the past or get too hung up and focused on the future. I love this. This was an Eckhart Tolle thing that I really enjoyed. If you've got nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. In fact, you need to listen more than you speak. This is a difficult one for me. If you're unhappy and you feel yourself whinging and complaining all the time, do something about it. Don't just sit in negativity and unhappiness. Either find a way to change that situation or change the way you think about it. Follow your joy. Chase your joy. Chase your happiness. Don't chase the almighty dollar. If you chase what you're really good at, what you really enjoy, the money will follow. Be open to possibility with no expectations. And, oh, yeah, there's another one about relationships. You know what? When relationships break up, don't go back. (laughs) Boomerang relationships never work. They broke up for a reason. Leave. Don't look back. That's my belief. Okay, here's the one overarching piece of advice. Be true to yourself. Believe in yourself. Georgie only does what Georgie wants to do. If we were all to tune in to our intuition, to our true core, to what we know to be true, then all the others will follow. We know That when we think about the past too much, it's not good for us. We already know this. Our intuition tells us this. We know that if we're saying negative things about people, we shouldn't be doing it. It's best to say nothing at all. Our intuition tells us this. We know that if we're complaining about our life and we're not happy that we shouldn't be doing this either. We should be doing something about changing that situation. And we also know that if we constantly focus on money, it just slips away. And we know that if we have very high expectations of things, that they'll often let us down. All of these things can be covered off by the notion of be true to yourself, believe in yourself, and trust your intuition.
5: I'm struggling with that question. Um, And I haven't thought about it too long, but I think if there is a piece of advice that you received somewhere along um, the road... From somebody that you respect, you'd remember it, you know, and I can't remember any at the moment. maybe I'm just suffering amnesia or something. Um, the best piece of advice obviously does come from people that you respect because uh anyone who tries to give you advice when you're not actually in the zone to receive it um is wasted, you know, and I think the best advice, the best if you if you can even call it advice is our own experience Um, and uh, I think that's the best teacher the best advisor you know the best teller of the truth you might say I'm going to give you a second call in on this I've come to not believe but maybe understand or interpret these experiences that I'm having this thing you call your life uh, as being nobody else just me and everybody else and everything everybody else that i meet every experience i have with another person everything i read everything i write every idea that i form is all just me everything is me and you're the same everybody is the same there's nobody else existent in the universe except you and everyone else is just a character in your game or a character in your movie or play or whatever And uh, from that position, you can't, nobody can do any wrong, you know. And I don't know if I'm getting off the subject, but um, for me, that's an important understanding. Because when I see that all there is is me, well, then nobody can do any wrong on me. And everything is my responsibility. Everything is up to me, you know. And all experience is valuable. I mean, we can look at it with a narrow view and say oh that was terrible or that was terrible advice you gave me and blame somebody else but when really it's all just us you know and it's from that perspective that I wrote the artist's manifesto or rather the manifesto wrote itself if I was if I'm to be truthful about it because when I read that back it seems to me that uh, I didn't write it certainly not this conscious personality that I call me so the best piece of advice Bobby that I've ever received I've received in little pieces all along the way and uh it's been by virtue of everyone else the good and the bad you know and I know that's might come across as kind of uh a little bit fucking airy fairy but it's the truth from my perspective uh bob um I apologize I dropped a coarse word in there <laughs> and uh sorry that was completely automatic and um Anyway <laughs> look you don't have to you don't have to post that last segment but in any case um I think the best advice we can receive is really from ourselves and I mean that because um it's all about us there's nobody else here having this experience other than you other than me other than that person over there and everyone's existence everybody's everyone's existence and experience is valid and unique and Every bit of feedback we get, we have a chance to use, you know? And uh, if we look at it like that, I think things become easier. And it's not about struggle, you know? It's about taking things a bit easier, I think. Anyway, thanks for the question, man. Cheers.
0: Continuing on here with this quest to create an epic, well, who knows if it'll be epic, and I don't even know what qualifies as epic, but if it's possible to create something epic, that's what I'm trying to do. Let's move on now to the next call that came in as a special request. I actually made this phone call, actually I sent a text message to a friend my business partner, Steve Bivens, who has written a book about the end of fear itself, which I think qualifies him to share a little bit of advice. You know, interestingly enough, he didn't even consider sharing it in his own advice. He went right to something that he got from his grandparents. But I wanted to share a piece from Steve's book with you to get you thinking about the importance of us addressing this bigger bigger topic of, of fear and the impact that it has on our lives. Here's part of what's in Steve's book about why you want to follow him into the forest, and that's the forest of fear, so that you can come out the other side fear less. A little blonde girl wanders into the forest. A girl in a red scarf carries a basket into the woods. A boy and a girl are abandoned in the trees. Another girl in a blue dress and ruby slippers with her dog drop from a storm cloud and begin a journey down a yellow brick road through a forest full of lions, tigers and bears. Most of us know how these stories end. The book goes on and there's all kinds of information in this book about ending fear, ending fear itself. I thought that would be a good start, a good intro into what Steve shared with me uh, in a call-in that I captured that I'd like to share with you now. The best advice he ever received about the end of fear itself. One other thing before I get to that, I want you guys to know that it's my mission, it's Steve's mission this year to create a platform that will help people embrace and acknowledge that first fear exists but also a place where people can come and walk through their fears. We will create a platform this year called Fearless University. And on the platform will be all kinds of resources available to help people walk through their fear. So here's Steve. All right, man. Here's my answer to what is the best advice I've ever
4: received and applied.
0: And that was my business partner, Steve Bibbins, sharing a lesson from his grandmother, shared to him through his parents about the best advice he ever received. I'm hoping to get some more call-ins today. I am truly trying to create something epic here. I'm not quite sure what that is still yet. I'm I'm working on defining that. (laughs) This is testing my own creative capacity, my own creative capability. Maybe that's what this is really all about, is teaching me what it means to be epic. I don't know yet. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and I have a call-in, two call-ins actually, from Ray Gerard, the Raycast. And I was looking for a way to celebrate the power of what he expressed. This is the introduction to his call-ins and I think this best captures the essence of what he was trying to share. I hope you guys appreciate this.
9: You move up to the starting line. You're waiting, thinking about what's in front of you. Essentially you have 2,000 meters. That's more or less six minutes to determine your fate. In the grand scheme of things, it equates to a grain of sand on a beach, a bucket of water in the ocean, right? Six minutes is nothing. But at the very same time, it's everything. Because when you dissect it, it's not just about those six minutes, is it? It's about hour after hour, day after day of sacrifice of carving out your place amongst the elite. And your measuring stick is a race that takes a little bit longer than it does for you to brush your teeth in the morning. That's all. So the gun fires, the race starts, and almost immediately that inevitable pain sets in. Right? You take one stroke at a time, one second at a time, executing a race plan, maintaining composure, And before you know it, you've crossed the finish line. Done. Just like that. And now those six minutes not only symbolize all the preparation leading up to the race, but now they set the table for everything ahead. The result of that six-minute race is just as much a part of you now as the legs that pushed you through. It's what you have to take with you. Think, to reflect on, to build from. And my point is, opportunities come and they go quickly. A window for execution is often so small that before you know it, it's gone. You're left holding on to a result that better be favorable, because it encompasses everything that remains. The ones who can capture Can truly make the most of those brief moments are the ones who will rise to the top. The ones that can see that six minutes of suffering is a small price to pay for a lifetime of pride. So when you find yourself mid race in the heat of the moment, You can take it second by second. You can focus on the now, on evading the pain to get to your result. Or you can think about it a little differently. You can think about every day from now moving forward. Because long after the discomfort has subsided, and it's just you, you and your thoughts, you will remember how you walked away. What will those six minutes have left you with? How will you have turned your opportunity into something that will change your life? Next time you are at the starting line, whether it be in sports, whether it be with family, whether it be at work, know that you will face those six-minute stretches, those moments where you know that the time ahead of you will suck. But just like a race, it will come and it will go. It's your performance, the result, that's going to mean everything. So come prepared to treat those six minutes like they are life and death. Fight like hell. Because the pain will subside. The victory will not.
0: I hope that you guys agree that that really captures the essence of what Ray Gerard was trying to share with what he learned all those years ago as a 17 year old looking at hurdles in life that his coach talked to him about. Now obviously Eddie Pinheiro is talking about a much longer race but everything that's part of the content of that YouTube video is about the content of the obstacles we face in life. Thank you Ray. Rod from
11: the hey, Bobby, calling in on your segment about the best advice I ever received. Mine was back in high school. I was seventeen years old, a senior, and I also ran on the track team. My specialty was the one hundred and ten meter hurdles and my coach one day he pulled me aside and uh, we were about to have a race. All the hurdles were lined up and He pulled me aside from afar and pointed to the hurdles that were lined up, and he said, Ray, you see how those hurdles are lined up along the 110 meters, and you know how good you are, you know how well you're able to clear those hurdles and finish. I want you to remember that in life, there will also be hurdles, and always remember that whatever hurdle or obstacle gets in your way, you're able to clear it just as well and keep moving forward. And you know what? I never forgot that advice. To this day, I still remember it. And the interesting thing about that advice, Bobby, is that over the years, over the last 30 years, I've been able to apply it in so many different instances in my life, whether it's raising my kids, whether it's career, and other things that have happened to me that were actual challenges. And I found that to be a source of inspiration for me. As I went through whatever it is that life presented to me at the time. So, at the time I got the advice, you know, when you're 17 years old, you're not thinking, you say, you know, whatever, right? <laughs> but eventually, on many different instances, that exact advice is what carried me through. My coach's name was George Hull. And I, I never, I even, I never forgot his name, and that was, man, at least 35 years ago. Thanks, Bobby. Great question.